You're listening to Good Love, Baby. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm listening to Whitney Houston. You give good love. Good morning, angels. Good morning. So um, I'm trying to be super calm today because my spirit is super agitated. You know, we're getting to a point in, on this planet, I guess, where the angel, you know, this war is happening. You know, the spiritual war has been commencing or has commenced. And it's, you know, it's really happening. It's amped up. You know, you, you know, a lot of people, you know, are being touched in some way by tragedies and illnesses and just terrible things in their families or their loved ones. Like, you know, this is the spiritual war, guys. You know, God promised certain things. And again, I'm not here to talk to the people who don't know God or don't want to know him or have something against him. So when you hear me speak of God, if you're offended, then this podcast is not for you. This is for the angels of good, love, mercy, right? Grace, favor, kindness. And so my spirit is agitated because we live in a world where, you know, let's say in business, if you, the God, I mean, the, it's made to where we have to be able to sustain ourselves. So unfortunately, we have to earn in order to do certain things. I mean, we didn't get blessed to just go live or inherit an island or some place, a piece of land that's ours, that's untaxable. You know, it's let's just be real. So the reality is that we have to go into the workplace. So I have a question. Why do we have so many? You know what the struggles are, black people? Why do we have so many billionaires multi-multi-millionaires, et cetera, and we cannot get anybody to sit down and collectively put together a world, <laughs> basically. What, somebody's going to come after it and stop it? But with God, we can stop anything. They won't be able to gather themselves. They can't get their planes off the ground. They won't be able to get their weapons to work. I mean, let's be real. Let's engage and fully accept our power. And let's collectively sit together. Some people did that already. I mean, imagine the people who finally pulled it together. And I mean, they had to have conversations with their elders who mentally had it together to remember who they were and what they were able to do. Because by the time people were able to go be free and get, um, you know, and get their schools and stuff, with the exception of the people who were running away, <laughs> getting help and getting out of there, you know, people were, you know, stuck. And those that weren't stuck, Black people came together and they collectively built cities and communities, banks, everything you needed, hospitals, you know, everything you needed. And then, you know, in those places, they were burned down. But we're not those people anymore. We understand their mistakes. We recognize we, not everybody is a um, peace flower child. Some people are warriors like the fruit of Islam. So you need the type of fruit of Islam situation. I don't understand. And so I know that it is an issue where the wealthy, wealthy, there's some sort of covenant they came into with whoever helped them get their money because clearly they cannot connect with each other to create an environment where we can self-sustain ourselves. If we have a community with Home Depots and this and that, but they're owned by us because we can own, you know, chains. 
everything. And then we can employ each other. And if it's not just us, like where we have people who are of like mind, who are not racist and who are genuinely healthy, they love marry within themselves, but come into our environments. I don't need you to marry us. You know, you can marry each other of your own race, but just be great with us in a unified, positive community. But I don't feel like we have to be separate, but under these circumstances, it might be necessary. Only because somebody don't want us to be great. <laughs> and that's where my spirit is agitated. Something doesn't want us to be great. And the example is just simply on this job. And in so many environments. And it's just the story of you need to be an entrepreneur for me and so many like me because I'm not the challenge. I'm an excellent employee. Excellent. The challenge is my excellence offends thee. And so we have to think about entrepreneurship more. And, 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 and then when we get a chance, like each black company that I've worked for, each one that had a great vision wanted to be top-notch, you know, was uh, serving the top-notch crowd. But inside, they trusted someone over everybody else, and that person lost it somewhere, became greedy, became weird, and was secretly working against them, or just not doing what they were supposed to be doing. And the place failed, or was just a difficult place to work. So one of my things I always thought to myself is why not just take the model of the white company or non-black company that you worked for and follow that model and, and be real about it. If you have employees that don't want to, you know, be great and perform, etc., then that employee must go. And you might have to do a little something yourself for a second until you get the next one, but look, pray, and you'll get it. But at the end of the day, we really must, 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 really fight to have something of ours because we keep being forced to go work for other people who just don't want us there. And even though we're great and we're doing great things for them, we're making the money, they hate that it's us. And that's it. They hate that it's us. Nothing short of that. So we need to have our own. I loved working. I remember in 1997, I left a company. Um, I was working for a company that was an Italian-owned company. And was very rooted in it. Like, the owner was super Italian. It was almost like mafioso. It was New Jersey-like um, you know, that show that had those mafioso New Jersey people. I don't even remember. I didn't watch it. The Sopranos, I think. Um, but it was just a very Italian company. And, you know, the guys loved the blondes. And, you know, like it was really about them, not about me as a black woman trying to do my best, doing excellent things in an all Spanish territory where I had to sell, etc. And I was doing great things, but he just wasn't celebrating me. And he knew it. And it made him feel bad. I could tell, but it's just who they were until he realized I was absolutely amazing because I just kept going. And finally, I was ready to go. And I remember going into his office, you know, and sitting with him and letting him know I'm leaving. 
spending in my two weeks notice. And he was devastated. And he said, Ina, you know, I'm sorry. He said, I, I wish that I could find a place for you here. Have you thought about the salon? Because it was a distribution company, but it was a multi-million dollar distribution company that also had a salon. They taught, you know, um, how to, they sold education. Uh, they sold, you know, they gave consult, consultants to come and help you build your brand, build your business, build your, you know, stylist, help grow your company. And so um, I loved it. It was a great experience. It was great, um, you know, a great experience. It gave me a lot of great training in sales and in a certain way. So it was, it was great to help add to who I am right now. Because some of the things that I learned there, I was able to use. I, I learned and was able to use in my current job that has brought me success in pretty much every job I ever worked at in any type of sales company. I used my things that I learned there. And so with that said, one of the things that um, was sad to me was that I genuinely felt if I was Italian representing exactly what I was doing, I would have been celebrated. And that made me sick. So I had to leave. And so I had been dealing with different brands like Pisani, which is a black brand, and some other black brands. And so I wanted to work for them. But me calling them, they didn't want me because my voice sounded white. It was crazy. The struggle is real. And so I didn't go that route. You know, it was just bizarre. But anyway, um, so I wanted to work for a black company. And so I ended up actually falling into the hands Actually, funny enough, I had worked for a black company prior to that. It was crazy. That's the mom and pop company, one of them that I was telling you about. Um, but I wanted to work for a black company. I just felt like the black people would celebrate what I represented for them. And so um, I ended up going back into the hair business, I believe, working in the hair salon. And after that, I was managing. I ended up managing. That's what happened. And it was a black salon, and it was a really excellent business. I grew it, did great things there. I was very proud of the things I did there. But, um, again, a great company, potentially. You know, I, it could make a lot of money. It was making a lot of money, oddly enough, a month. And um, he was still behind in his bills. He, it's just crazy. But, nonetheless, he was just broken. His assistant, his, like, a lover weirdo, was... Um, was grudging hearted and just not normal and it was a problem so to me it just sounds like it needs to be entrepreneurial uh opportunities brought into my life because i'm still doing the great thing you know i worked for a ranch horse ranch it was black owned it was very small not doing much helped take it to a whole nother level goes and brings in two older white ladies who came in because they saw, they saw an opportunity and wanted to control him. One went to control his money. The other was controlling his spirit, giving him alcohol. It was a mess. And, you know, he lost his mind and we left. And uh, it's just the nature. So when will black people recognize that we need to help ourselves and expect excellence from each other within our companies and really like just connect and let's build this and it's we don't know the time nor the hour you know like there's a guy his name was Andre Harrell he was the first office I went to to apply for an in-house writing position to work in the video department he was Uptown Records you know um, I ended up beating Heavy D there and you know it was a lot and again in his black great business 
I would have worked there had I not been stopped by an assistant to somebody who was an executive who prevented my, my meeting. Like he literally obstructed me in a way that I would never imagine. It blew my mind. And so it was a black company. They trusted somebody and the person couldn't be trusted. Ultimately, it closed down. He's a legend, but it could have lasted like Motown. But people just don't care about other people's businesses, it seems, unless they're working for non-black people and they're trying to help make their business great. That's so weird. So what am I talking about today? Collective effort. Collective economics. Finally getting together with these multi-billionaires. Stop being so inaccessible. Let's get this money together. We have people that are able. They didn't come from that. They don't have the opportunities. They don't have the network. They don't have... It's there. If you put your co collective efforts together and create the scenario, the people will come. You vet them like anybody else and expect greatness like you would anybody else. And let me tell you something. I worked in a salon when I first got into the business. There was a salon that everybody wanted to work for. This guy that um, pretty much brought me into the business through me being inspired by his awesomeness, um, he worked there and he was great. You know, he was great, and it was, um, the place was not playing. They had a certain way they did things, you know, that was it. They trained you, you followed the rules, it was a system, that was their system, period. It was very successful, successful. And I learned, working in these types of salons, it was a white salon, a Nevada salon, it was the 80s, they were like talking about top-notch stuff, like most of them had gotten their, um, design of their company from the Vidal Sassoon system, okay? And so um, with that all said, uh, working there with these people, you learn how to make things great. And you can either have it be a mom and pop situation or you can have it be a great situation. It's up to you. The key here is that we have to start getting things together and making it to where people can be employed and we're all earning, all of us. Like somebody said that, you know, we can we can do these things. Like if we somebody posted on Facebook that if black people just spent their money in their own community, within a year, we'd all be millionaires. We'd have like $2 million each or something like that because we have a multi-billion dollar black network. But unfortunately, you know, just like an example would be the city, this town that I lived in. And that's how you know in your mind, if you don't want to collectively build with other black people after all we've been through, and you want to use the excuse that it's because, you know, well, you know, we always mess things up. That's not true. The people who do the business and allow these people to run their stuff, you're the one messing it up. Because these are just broken vessels who are just looking for opportunities to you know, be able to control something. Then they see that you're not paying attention to your money. So now people start getting greedy or disgruntled and now they start taking. But if you just, everybody eats in a way, it would be a great system and nobody would have to feel jealous or angry. Wouldn't have to be like that. And so it would just be able to be a place where everybody can grow. And now you have the outside forces. But that's when God comes in. Everybody gets too scared, too freaked out. Listen, collective mindsets, meditation, 
collective meditation. All those things. Those are things that all together. That's why they used to get afraid and didn't want anybody coming together. And that's why they know with churches where everybody's drinking and stuff, you know, partying, sexing, doing all the terrible cheating, everything wrong. But they up in there with their little white clothes on and their hats and all their little stuff, doing that little thing they do every Sunday. They don't mess with them. Y'all can get together because y'all ain't really praying for the right things. And usually their lives have all that drama and they go to funerals every day, every week or month or whatever. They want to come against the ones who are, like, making moves, really moving things with their prayers. They don't want them together. They know exactly who those people are. So now that you know who you are, you need to bind that will, loosen the will of bringing us all together as angels of like minds to collectively bind, loosen, pray, and build. You know? So if you're listening, this is about... If you have somebody you know you should get in touch with because you're in a position to make a difference and they, you know they can help you get there, call them immediately. Don't wait. You don't know what they're going through. You don't know if their health is failing them or if it's beginning to as a result of sadness and stress. And then they're gone. I would have loved to work with Andre Harrell. People just wait. I don't know what to, I don't get it. If you don't know what to do, I know what to do. Get at me. Do you understand? If you have something you're trying to do, if you have a production company, if you have a business, if you have something that you've been trying to put together, you have all the ducks in a row, you just need someone to help you bring it to fruition. Call me. Get at me. And if I'm not the person for you, I have a network of great people. I'm 51. I'm not a child. Let's build this and stop playing. Let's build. That's what this is. Let's build. All right? Listen, I pray that you have supernatural love, supernatural grace, supernatural favor, supernatural healing, you know, supernatural love. I pray that you have everything you need and desire according to God's will supernaturally. Okay? I pray that everything you need manifests in your life immediately, supernaturally, and that you are touched in every way, that this day is an amazing day, supernaturally favorable day, all right? If you are loving this podcast, like, share, and comment, all right? I still have a couple of minutes left on my journey, just a couple of minutes, so I just want to get into my peace. All right, I send you love. Thanks for listening.